Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we storm the heavens for an outpouring of your Holy Spirit. We just ask that your Spirit let us know that we are loved. That we may experience that love and desire to share that love with all those we encounter, especially those who are struggling in their relationship with Jesus right now. We make all these prayers in Jesus' name. Amen. It's been an interesting day. As I was heading over here um, earlier, I, I was backing out of the driveway, and I looked to my left, and I literally saw a shark outside. I don't, I don't know what you saw as you were driving here, but obviously it's trick-or-treating season. And um, first I was kind of like, why is that shark running down the road with legs? You know, it's just a little bit of a strange thing. Um, but when, you know, when we look at Halloween and we look at what's, what's happening this week, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of cute. There's a, there's a cuteness of, of Halloween. You know, people can put on, you know, dress up and put on uh, different, different outfits. And I can remember the different outfits I wore. And they seemed to get more and more, they were more and more innocent the younger I was. And the older and older I got, it seemed to reveal a lot about maybe the pain and the struggle I was going through in my own life. You know, I was, I was, a, I was a race car driver at one point, And, you know, I was, I was um, you know, if you're from Wisconsin, you have to be at least a packer at least once. And, um, and then the older I got, it seemed to move into kind of a darker, um, a darker thing to dress up as. I would dress up as a, uh, a few times I dressed up as like a, like a vampire. Um, when I was kind of in a goofy stage, like eighth grade, I literally dressed up as Winnie the Pooh. I don't know why, but I did. <laughs> I had a little bit of, of child, childness in me, um, but that, that, that didn't last too long. And as the older I got, it seemed Halloween was, was time for maybe me to try to escape from reality. Because deep down inside, whether I was aware of it or not, I really wanted to, I really didn't want to look at maybe some of the pain I was experiencing in my heart just from the lack of love that I was receiving and, or wasn't, and love I wasn't receiving. And I think as we, as we look at um, the gospel reading today, it's, it's probably very, very important that we take it seriously um, and just reverence the word to know that Jesus is um, looking, he's addressing this parable to people that are convinced of their own righteousness. And sometimes, and, and we despise everyone else, and, and maybe that's how we look when we, we, we kind of put masks on when I'm in this situation, I act like this. And when I'm in this situation, I act like this. But really what Jesus is asking a lot of us to do is he's asking us to see ourselves in this gospel. Not to see others, but do you see yourself in this gospel? You know, it says two people went up to the temple area to pray. One was a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. So the Pharisee, you know, he takes up his position and, and he speaks his prayer to himself. So he's not even praying to God. He's actually praying to himself. And it's just a simple check for us. Are we really praying from our hearts? Are we really praying from our hearts or are we going through the motions? It would seem to me that the, the, if you listen to this prayer from the Pharisee, that he is going through the motions. He says, Oh God, I thank you that I am not like the rest of humanity. You know, I'm not greedy, I'm not dishonest, I'm not adulterous. I'm not even like that tax collector over there. You know, I fast twice a week and I pay tithes and my whole income. But he's only like boasting of himself. And, he's, and if we are so aware that, you know, I'm this high, then I don't need the highest one. 
If I'm this high, I don't need the highest one. And the highest one is Jesus. It is the Holy Spirit. It is God the Father. It is our Trinitarian God. And if I'm so high and I look at other people and I think I'm better than you or you're better than me, and uh, you know, I just, that's not a healthy outlook for somebody who is a sinner. We're all sinners. We're all in need of God's mercy. And some, some of us, we need to really just take that mask of pride off. And it's, it's, it's time. I think it's time for a lot of us. Jesus is calling us. He's prompting us through his Holy Spirit. It's time to ask for help. To say, I struggle with this. And to re- reveal my heart to another person. To take my mask off. You know, sometimes we, we go through Halloween and we wear masks. We wear masks. We wear masks. But we never actually take them off and show God, this is where the pain is in my heart. And this is why I think that I am not like the rest of humanity. This is why I think that I'm better than other people. This is why, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so good, great, great and grand. I'm so happy that I'm not like the greedy. I'm not like those dishonest people there. I'm not like the adulteress or even that tax collector. But the interesting thing is, is when you and I, when we are vulnerable, when we are vulnerable, when we're humble, and we we reveal the pain of our hearts to others, we actually grow in love with one another. And we live in a culture that's so afraid of what other people think. What is so-and-so going to think about this? What is so-and-so going to think about this? But But our God, Jesus, he didn't give us a spirit of cowardice. He gave us a spirit of courage and self-control that we heard a few weeks ago from St. Paul's letter to Timothy that we ended today. This is the last time we're going to hear from that this year. And I think we need to, need to take a disposition of the tax collector. You know, he's, he's standing off at a distance and he, he's, he's so aware of his sin. He's so aware of what his sin does to a loving God. Remember, our sin is synonymous with the word wound. Our sin wounds our relationship with God who's always loving us, and it wounds our relationship with others. It wounds our identity, so we don't know who we are anymore. And when we look at this tax collector, he's standing off at a distance, and he won't even raise his eyes because he's so full of shame. He's so full of shame, and he beats his breast. Oh God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Oh God, be merciful to me, a sinner. And he's beating his breast to show God some, a physical sign that I am hurting. I am so sorry. Are you seeing something that we just did a few minutes ago? I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly, greatly sinned in my thoughts, in my words, in what I have done and what I have failed to do through my fault through my fault, through my most grievous fault. We come to Mass not because we're perfect. We come to Mass because we need to offer worship. We need to offer ourselves to a loving God and ask Him for mercy and forgiveness. And Jesus says simply, I tell you, the one that went home justified, the one that went home, He's talking about heaven, by the way, the one that went home, justified, which means made right with God, who was, who was reconciled to God. 
It was not the former. It's not the Pharisee. But it's the one who humbled himself. And he's going to be exalted. This is the one who God's going to hold up and say, this is my prized possession. But if we look at one another and we think, I'm glad I'm not like that person or this person or that person, just really want to encourage you just to maybe take a step back and remember that we are sinners in need of a Savior. And God saved us at our baptism. He's saving us every second of every day as we open our hearts to him. And we hope to be saved. And he's telling us, be humble, my children. Come to me. Take the mask off. Tell me what's going on in that heart of yours. What's really going on in that heart of yours? Do you have physical pain that you're in need of healing? Read my word. I am the healer. Are you still carrying around those wounds from your childhood? Let me come in and let me show you how beautiful you are and how loving I am. Are you still carrying around and harboring what a lot of us need to work on, and I do too, unforgiveness, which is one of the biggest blocks to God working in your life and in my life? When you walk into a room, do you think that you're better than other people? Do you start pointing fingers? Or are you starting to take off the mask and getting to know that person and forgiving that person? In Jesus' name, I forgive this person. In Jesus' name, I forgive them for what they did to me. And the reason why I forgive them is because Christ forgives me every second of every day on the cross. And we have to accept that. That is the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And he wants us to be set free from all these burdens that we're carrying. And we're called to place those burdens on this altar at every single Mass because he's asking us, how is it going carrying all that weight around? How is it going? The stress, the anxiety, the depression, the sickness. He says, unburden yourselves to me. We hear in Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. For my yoke is easy and my burden light. We never should, we should never just worry about giving Jesus our burdens. And I think he's calling us to give us that burden of pride. Those times where we put the mask on too much. The times where we just seem to not like the person we see in the mirror when we wake up in the morning. And maybe that's the person in Jesus' name that you need to forgive. To forgive yourself. To take that step forward. Because we've all done things that we're, we're not proud of. We all do, we've all done things that we're ashamed of. The Lord is calling out to each of us to take that next step forward, to take off the mask. So you can know who you truly are in the eyes of the Father, what Jesus purchased for you on the cross, which is, which is your identity as a beloved son or a beloved daughter. That's your true identity. And if you can accept that, if you can receive that, then you look at other people and you don't think, 
Look at that greedy person. Look at that dishonest person. Look at that adulterous person. Or look at that tax collector. Or the list goes on and on. You begin to look at people and you, you begin to wonder, do they know how much Jesus loves them? Do they know that? Not just in their head, but in their heart. Have they received that amount of love? Have they been washed in the blood of Jesus to be cleansed from all of that stuff that you and I have been through to know what it costs the Father to gain your identity back, to gain your soul back for eternity? Do they know that? And do they know that that hole in your heart and in my heart can only be filled with God, with Jesus? It's the love that satisfies our hearts. It's the only love that's going to make us be at peace and rest as we unburden ourselves onto our God who loves us no matter what. And we live in a world that's telling us, why even try? There's no way he could really forgive that sin. And yes, he can. And yes, he does. Because he just said so in our gospel. We humble ourselves and we say, Jesus, I need your mercy. Jesus, I have done this, this, and this, and this, and this, and this, and the list goes on and on. And he says, I know. I know. And I'm so happy that you're coming to me and you're unburdening that because I was meant to carry that on my back. And the more we unburden ourselves, unburden that onto Jesus, the more the Father lifts us up and holds us and just with his tender and gentle love, he shows us how much he loves us. And he just looks at us and he says, as we hear in Mark 1.11, you are my beloved son, you are my beloved daughter, and I am so pleased with you. I delight in you. There's nothing you could do to make me not love you. And if we know that love, and if we take our masks off and we unburden ourselves to receive that love, it has to pour out of our hearts into our neighbor. Each week, I want to encourage you to, to make this a life goal. This is how I'm going to end my homily. Each week, we should tell at least one person how much Jesus Christ loves them. We have so many opportunities to talk with people, with, to know, see what they're going through, but if, if we just don't tell people how much Jesus loves them, maybe we are the tack, or maybe we are the Pharisee in the gospel. Maybe that's who we are. And the Lord's calling all of us to be like the tax collector, to not be afraid to place your hand upon your breast, to place it on your heart, and to say, God, I am so sorry. Have mercy on me, a sinner. And he does have mercy on you. He has mercy on us in the confessional. He has mercy on us every day we should be repenting. And that, that love, that's that, love, that love that satisfies us, that love that sets us at peace, that sets us free from all the burdens, all the chains, all the bonds of our world, that love has to pour into our neighbor. And if we're not doing that, I want to invite you to take chances. Take chances of telling people about the good news of Jesus Christ. Because the church is not here so people come in. The church is here so we go out to those who don't know about that phenomenal love of Jesus Christ. And all of us need to hear this message. And it's not easy in our world today. 
We live in a world that's rejecting God more and more every day. And we have to be like St. Paul. He said, you know, I I ran the race. I competed well. And the last portion of St. Paul's letter today, if you you had the scriptures and you look at the scriptures, it talks about Paul's loneliness. You know, there's going to be times where you're going to feel down and out, and you're going to feel hurt, and you're going to feel just wondering, why am I still doing this? Why am I placing myself, as St. Paul said, you know, in the lion's mouth? The simple answer is because it's the only love that satisfies your heart. It's the only love that satisfies all of our hearts. And when we accept that every day, not just today, but not just tomorrow, the rest of our lives, when we accept what Jesus did for us on the cross, if you and I were the only person in the world, he would have done that for you and me. Like really just maybe just a second, just look at the cross And as we gaze upon the cross, it's not a condemnation. He's just looking at us with love. He's saying, you mean this much to to me. The Father says, this is what I did to purchase your soul back forever, to forgive you, to set you free. When we look at the cross, we just say, if I was the only person on earth, he still would have died for me because I matter that much to him. And if we can receive that love and take our masks off and and unburden ourselves, we're going to see our parishes change. We're going to see the world change. But it can't just be me. It can't just be a couple people. We all have to be in on this. So as we move forward in this mass, if there's anything holding you back, if there's anything holding you back, I just want to encourage you to place that on the altar. To place it all on the altar. To unburden yourself on the altar. All that pain in your heart, all of that pride in your heart, all the pride in my heart, let us just unburden ourselves. So when we leave here, we have a goal this week and the rest of our lives is to tell at least one person about the love of Jesus. If you want to tell two, praise be Jesus Christ. If you want to tell everyone, that's the ultimate goal. Because again, as we enter into this Halloween week, you see people with masks on. But sometimes... We forget to take them off. And we leave them on. And the Lord is just saying, unburden yourself. Unburden yourself. Don't be afraid to ask me for mercy. Because if you humble yourself, you will be exalted. And that's what the Lord wants to do. He wants to lift us up. Take all the burdens. He wants to lift us up. And if we're so prideful, and we can all be prideful, we're not going to be exalted. We're not going to know the love of Jesus. So let us take a moment of silence to ask God for his mercy, for his pardon, for his peace. And again, let's unburden ourselves on this altar. Because as you come down, you're going to receive love in that host. The body of Christ. The blood of Christ. And it enters into all those broken parts in your life, in my life. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.